an awareness perhaps that we did not have before and a, and, and a um, better, maybe a, a better starting point to gain some traction on, on these things. Um, so tonight, how can peace happen? How can peace happen? And <clears throat> uh, peace, I think, is a um, one of those elusive kinds of words that we we I think we like the idea. It's sort of like love. We like the idea of love, or we like the idea of peace, um, but it's just out of reach. It's just out of reach. Um, there's a tagline for a movie that's out now that says, the answers we seek are just outside our reach. And um, I like that. It's kind of haunting. I really want to see that movie. Um, Ad Astra, yeah. You saw it? Good? Interesting. Interesting. Okay. okay. I want to talk try to think about it a little bit. Okay, okay. Um, Brad Pitt, right? Brad Pitt, yes. Dreaming. Brad Pitt in space. Uh, what movie is that? Ad Astra. It just came out, right? Which means yeah. to the stars. It's uh, it's a about it's a really a father son yeah. uh, movie, and it's a sci fi movie. But it, at its core, it is that's the vehicle for telling this father son movie, as I understand it. And he has to go a long way to. Uh, get the father-son issues resolved. But um, uh, anyway, the answers we seek are just outside our reach. And I don't think we have to end up there, but that's how I feel often about these components of the eternal kind of life. That's how I often feel. Come on in, y'all. Um, and I am, come on in, there's plenty of room at another table. No, no, there's, there's plenty of, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There, we, we, well, oh, sure. But, but we want you to be a part of this table. So, no, you're not. There's, there's food going around. There's, David's eating right here. Can, can, I, I find cinnamon rolls. Yes, yeah, see, yeah, he keeps eating cinnamon rolls on the floor. <laughs> don't know why, and I don't actually think that's happening. But anyway, um, but I often feel what? Oh, that these components of the eternal kind of life are just outside our grasp. We were talking, Lane, about um, how love, joy, peace, patience, kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control often seem just beyond, we like the idea of those things, but they seem just beyond our grasp, uh, like the tagline for the new movie Ad Astra. But, um, so how can peace actually happen? Uh, that's what we'll talk about. Uh, but while these gentlemen eat and everybody watches them, no, I'm kidding, I'm, again, I'm, that's a joke. Um, yeah, well, you're it's, you're undeterred. Um, the I'd like these to be the questions that you talk about, and I I don't participate in these discussions because I like to be surprised at what you come up with, and I like to MC the the talk. So I'm going to go away for a little while, and 
well, <laughs> but I will return. And I shall return. Douglas MacArthur, Jesus, E.T., take your pick. Uh, so uh, ask for, yeah, right. And so, um, where do you feel the most secure? And uh, what do you most wish you could lock the door against? Uh, so um, talk about these. I will, I will go away, and uh, and I will come back with some Xerox copies, some worksheets. Oh, see, I was in junior high in the 1940s, so we have mimeograph. What is the question? The original. People blowing other people's opinions. I put bad people. There's a lot of times we run into bad people. Yeah, they have no choice to do with them. People's, uh, what do you call it? How they react to people's opinions. I mean, I'm just, I guess, respect. Like, not blow people's Literally, yes. Anyway. I hate them. Which is, Jessica, what did you say? <laughs> Don't ask me. Well, I think I like, said it. It's like I heard it late in the morning. You heard it. The question's open. That's half my family. It's open in the one guy at work. He's got some bad blood virus. It's basically whatever. He's at work on Monday, and he's admitted to the hospital that night. He's still in the hospital. Mm. It's basically what whatever you want to, however you want to answer the question.
evil, yeah. um, bad influences. <coughs> yeah, the heat. I want winter. I'm going to skip over fall right now. We just need winter. Hopefully fall is over. Hopefully. My energy bill went up to $109. That's not bad. Is that happy? Wow. You got it so good. No, it's just, I, so I have a oh, studio I apartment. It's, it's only me, and it's $109. <laughs> I can't wait to do it. It's just the 30. I don't know for that. No, no, no. It's just me. Oh, wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. Sorry. Gosh. $30? $32 for the for the winter. I love that. That, that just... Where do you live at? Do you know where the Grand Rapids is? I love your city corner from there. Oh, the new building they were at? The big change building. No. About 20 years ago. Oh, oh. Shut the door. Let's start the door question. Yeah, I'm across the street from those. When mine has a... You're thinking um, of the um, store, yeah. it was beautiful. It's beautiful. You see all the how they put down the cliff. Rolling other people's opinions on different topics, like out of proportion, not understanding. I guess not understanding where a person's coming from or how they believe in forcing their certain belief. And that's the only belief. Oh, about about yes. reduce my use. Yes, and three times it comes. They bug me. The and they told me though, I'm so competitive that I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna win this. And so, like the first time you were in the top twenty-five, you know, mm -hmm. use the least or whatever. Right. The next three, I was in the top five. I'm like. And my pillow ought to be like nothing. <laughs> no, I keep it at 68. Like I turned down to 68 Well, I mean, I I, I I agree with what they're I agree with what they're doing, you know, because we. Because but the phone calls were ridiculous. But the phone calls were ridiculous. But the competitiveness in me was like. That's funny. That's hilarious. But I haven't changed. So. So what did? Uh, where, where do you feel the most secure? With people. Well, that's too general. No, but I mean, seriously, like, okay. me, I don't like to be alone. Okay, all right. So, so with like, people. If I'm at home, I like there to be people there. Okay. All right. With family? It's a sweet one. <laughs> sweet! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. Uh, Seriously? Okay, y'all. Hang on. Seriously, where do you feel the most secure? Well, it depends secure? on what your definition of secure is. Like, if you're thinking like emotionally secure. Well, emotionally or secure. Or, okay. Emotionally yeah. secure. Yeah. It would be like with my people. Yeah. Close friends. Okay. Yeah. Close friends. Right here in this room. 
You're all secure. I think uh, I took it as where do you feel the most safe? And for that, for me, I don't like to be alone. I don't feel safe when I'm alone. Oh, well, I thought you were talking about emotionally. No. I'm just meaning physically. Physically. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Like, most safe, secure for me is when I'm not alone. Okay. I don't like to be alone. All right. Do you feel insecure or scared or what when you're alone? I feel vulnerable, like. What if something happened to me and nobody's there? Yeah. What if I choke on my popcorn and I die and nobody's there? That's, what that's why we're tracking. What if somebody, you know, whatever? Like, I don't like yeah. to be alone. I don't mind having time to, like, right. it doesn't bother me emotionally to be alone. But, but yeah, you're, you're talking about, I'm talking the, about the hazards of, yeah, yeah. Like okay. Hazards to your person. Yeah. Um, other people. Where do you feel the most? Where do you feel the most secure, David? Where do I I guess in a place that I know where I trust people. And, uh, okay. Uh, um, my. Uh, place of greatest security has changed, I think, throughout the years. Um, it used to be uh, with uh, my in-laws at Christmas or with my, my family at, at the holiday times or summer times, when at vacations or Christmas or whatever. Um, that was the most secure that I felt because I felt like all was right with the world and then people started dying and um, I felt uh, less so and um, I think um, probably the most secure uh, With um, well, when my when my mother got married again, um, I started feeling like there that I didn't have to you know be the lead stager on my life, um, and I because I was the oldest child, you know, and. Um, and so I think I, I think I feel more secure, probably the most secure at the times that I'm, that, that we're all with them, with my mother and her husband. I just, you know, <clears throat> I feel um, like somebody has got my back, I guess, you know. Um, anybody else? Most secure? What, who, what do you want to lock out the most? What do you wish you could lock the door against the most? Bad influences. Be specific. People who try to harm us. Okay. Ridicule, you ridicule us. 
Are there people like that in your life? Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fear. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think m there are things inside of me, uh, my own anxieties, that I could wish I could block out. But how do you do that, you know? They're inside of you. Um, okay, that's all for tonight. No, anyway, uh, I... Uh, are you locking us out? I'm locking you out. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're, we're going to talk about peace. You know, peace, uh, sorry. Um, peace is, um, again, it's one of those things that is, the idea of it is good. We don't even know really what it is. What is peace? Let's get some definitions going on here. Peace. Serenity. <laughs> Actually, serenity. Somebody said serenity. Who said serenity? Serenity. Um, say more about serenity. Quiet, calm. Um, I think of nature when I think of serenity uh, or things. It's definitely not busyness and city life. Um, but I guess nature or things that are Anybody else? No Definition piece? No cell phone. I'm just going along with what you say. I have a friend who, I may have told you this before, but I have a friend who is interested in getting a, a cell phone that is um, actually, I don't know that it's been released to the market yet, but it, it just allows um, text and um, phone calls and and some apps like music and so My forth. My 80-year-old grandma has one. What can I say? But you can't. You can't well, yeah, but it's but it but it's it's not a it's it's more. Um, it's a smartphone that only it, it doesn't do internet at all or um, email or anything like that. It just does texting, texting and phone so calling. It's it's smarter. It's smart enough to know that you're we're killing ourselves. Landline and email. There you go. Well, but you have it on the go though. So, uh, and it, there is no email on the phone. There is no email. Well, that's true. But the point the the point of it is to to redirect you to you know you have to go somewhere if you want to get on the internet. Yeah, you have to go somewhere if you want to do email. Um, so, 
I just came from a conference and <laughs> sort of us noticed, like, just looking around how many people were, like, oh, in between things, like, yeah. just everyone was on their phone, you know? Oh, right. Around church on Sunday morning. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Sermons going on. Yeah. yeah. Do you notice that when you're up there? You can kind of I do people. not. I, 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 I don't notice anything. <laughs> um, but I know the choir does. I think the choir does. Watching from the balcony, Brian. Oh my gosh! <laughs> turn your phones to the screen, and we see all the lights come out. <laughs> don't don't turn your ringers off and call each other. Um, <laughs> well, somebody's ringer goes off. The most crucial point. We try to do that at church. We would do that. We would call each other to see who didn't turn their phone off. Wow. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, my my mother-in-law, uh, her text, every time she gets a text, it's Bob Singer Seeger singing old-time rock and roll. <laughs> and it is so irritating. It is not even, and, and we were last Christmas or no, it was in May, um, Mother's Day weekend. We were playing a game out at this this property that she owns, and um, Garner kept texting her during the game on purpose, <laughs> and she did not know it was Garner. She couldn't. I don't know. She was too rattled, to, and it was just over and over, and it was really funny and irritating at the same time. Um, Sounds peaceful. So unpeaceful. Um, anyway, um, but it, it's just an elusive piece. Is also often an elusive idea. But I, I, you know, serenity, clarity, any other contentment. Contentment. Okay, I like it. What about a sense of well-being. Yeah, I mean, we we, we talked about joy being an all-pervasive sense of well-being last video about joy. Uh, the joy was. Having peace, knowing everything was going to be okay. Well, I hope I didn't use the word Wasn't peace because I'm trying like to separate the two. But I, I did say a, like an that. all joy is an all pervasive sense of well being, an all encompassing sense of well being is what I should have said or would have said or wanted to say. So something about it, knowing everything was going to work out. And yes, joy. Yeah. That's that. No. That was where I was going with joy. But I, I think peace. Well, these are absolutely, these are all interrelated. And you can't, there's no uh, clear demarcation where you could say, you know, well, there's absolutely no love there. I mean, that's joy. There's absolutely zero love. I mean, you can't really do that. But, um, but peace, the, the, I guess the defining, you know, some of the more, uh, unique characteristics of of peace would be some of these things that you've mentioned. I would also add, just maybe for a working definition, um, a a congruence of spirit uh, with one another. In other words, you you are um, together. You feel secure. Yeah. You feel convinced that there is no threat. And so suspicion then is replaced by curiosity. Um, I, I think sometimes we, what we call curiosity is really a way to frame suspicion. 
you know, we think that something is going on, and so we go, I wonder what's happening with that person, you know? And we're not really curious, we're suspicious. Um, but curiosity is like um, a, a healthy uh, moving towards another person to say, I want to share what your life is, you know, with you, and, and I, tell me more about your life, and I, I'd like to support you in that and share, you know, but I don't, I don't know. Um, but that's not possible when there's not a congruence. When there is hostility uh, or when there's threat, uh, curiosity doesn't happen. So I, I think there's a congruence of spirit um, there with, with peace. Now, some of you mentioned uh, solitude, you know, sort of a solitude, and, and I get it. it solitude, th there can be peace in solitude because you're never completely isolated uh, because God is uh, there. And so uh, there can be a congruence between you and God, but you can also be alone, completely alone, not anybody else around and still not have peace. Um, either because you are aware of incongruence in your life with others, even though they're not present, or in your life with God. Um, <clears throat> but whether you're alone or with others, I think there is a, a congruence of spirit that is required for peace. But, you know, again, it, I, I, I intend that to include all these other things that you mentioned as well. Um, you, tranquility? Uh, you could mention it absolutely uh, tranquility I think you said serenity you know these are these are words that we associate with um, a lack of threat you know? tranquility silence exactly and you know I think of like the the monks, you know, vows of silence. They were together at times, and they were silent. Um, so, um, Paul says, "Live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Um, for the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the Spirit; the Spirit is contrary to the sinful nature. They're in conflict with each other, so that you do not do what you want. But if you're led by the Spirit," then your iPad screws up. Um, and you have to rely on the Spirit for memorization. Um, but if you're led by the Spirit, you're not captive to the sinful desires of the flesh, I think, uh, is what it says there. Um, but, and then he, that's when he goes out and, and lists, goes on and lists the, um, you're not under law, he says. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the Spirit. See, what he means is, those are not an eternal kind of life. To inherit the kingdom of God means to be, to, to be living the eternal kind of life. Um, 
but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is the eternal God of life. So, peace. Um, let's, let's talk about that. Um, we are... Here, here's, here's Jesus in John 20. On the, first, on the evening of that first day of the week, this is after the resurrection, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, you know what he said? Peace be with peace. you. Peace. Peace. I'll be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sighed. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. Twice. Um, now, you remember the remember when Jesus came to earth? Remember the angels? What did they say? Peace. Exactly. What? What? Oh, no peace. No justice, no peace. Um, yeah, peace at the beginning of Jesus' life and here at the end of his earthly time, peace. Book ended with peace. Now like that old bumper sticker from the nineties: "No Jesus, no peace. No Jesus, no peace." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. N O and then K N O K N O W. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yep, different. A different no. Yeah. That's good. Okay, peace out. All right. Uh, now we. Uh, what? What happened? What are we doing? Um, okay. Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, right. Uh, okay. Uh, lest we get sidetracked by clever church signs or cheesy bumper stickers. Cheesy church signs. Exactly. Now I, I uh, do you really? Oh, yeah, I've seen, I've I've seen those. I've seen that book. That's a pretty awesome book. Um, now y'all listen. Peace. We want it so badly. We we really love that idea of peace. We, <laughs> what do you want? So elusive. While we even see the lights flashing. Good heavens. Um, that's true. He does. He does have a sense of humor. <laughs> Wowzers. Um, you know, Jesus. Um, consider this. I mean, he came to Earth, and the <laughs> we're trying to have peace in here. <laughs> I want to say to them, I can wait. I can wait. The other way now. They're going the other way now. I thought they were going the other way. Were they? That crisis down there. Fire. There's blinking lights over here, though, too. I thought I saw lights go that way. Heavens to Betsy. Okay, anyway, peace. The angels came declaring peace. Peace on earth. Peace on earth to men, humans, 
um, on whom his favor rests. What? Almost sang a Christmas song. <laughs> wow, three months. <laughs> okay, can we just get to the essence of this and not the season? Um, I can wait. Uh, <laughs> is peace a most strictly a mental state? Because I'm thinking of it can be a physical also. Well, well if you say, say only humans, like we only have the capacity to experience peace. I, uh, okay, now let, let's talk about that. That's a great question. Um, I think that as moral agents. We have the, you know, Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. In other words, you you are really dictating how this is going to go. Um, you, you are, you can keep people from peace. You can keep others from um, the truth, you know. And, and it's as if they, you know, Jesus told the Pharisees, you shut the door in men's faces. And so this is the same kind of thing. Uh, whatever, it's a great power that we have to bequeath peace. Um, he said, you, whatever you forgive will be forgiven. And whatever you don't forgive you know, won't be forgiven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you let whatever you uh, free up on earth will be freed up in heaven. So it, the, the universe will follow our lead on things. I mean, this is the power that God has given. Now, that, that's not to say that we are over God in these matters, but he has given us a, a great deal of say in this realm. And, um, and we are responsible for how we use that. Now, where does that, how does that play out with peace? Richard, I think that it is a spiritual state and then it is a mind state and then it is a body state and then it is a social context state and then it is um, a, a, a whole universe state. I think it, it has implications that move outward from our spirit. Um, keep in mind the prophet's vision of the lion and the wolf lying down together, and a child shall play near the nest of the cobra, and um, the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. There will be peace. Um, this is this is the vision that the prophets saw. Yes. I was just thinking, and that verse mentions knowledge. I think about like when I feel the most, experience the most peace is when truth doesn't always bring peace because sometimes truth rattles you sure but like i just can't imagine true peace without truth being present truth being like truth of the situation truth of who i am truth of right who god is in that but that's not the end of the story it will lead you to congruence mm -hmm. the truth will if you if you accept it i, I just can't yeah i was just trying to think if tr if peace ever exists outside of the presence of truth like, no, because some people feel peace. Like I have an example, if you want an example, but okay. some people feel peace or say they experience peace mm -hmm. outside of that. And 
I was just well. Well, it, it is it is possible. You you can think that something right. is very uh, beautiful until you can think a watch is very beautiful and it even glows in the dark. Why? Because it has radium in it that sure. will give you cancer and oh, it will gosh. kill you. And it this is, is what yes. often happened when we used radium before we had phosphorescent materials of another kind that weren't deadly. But um, so you can you can have a sense of joy or peace or well-being in an ignorant fashion. Yes, yes, which kind of confirms. Like, I had someone on the plane tell me going through a very difficult situation and found a spirit guide who spoke with record-keeping angels. Okay. Right, like already I'm going. Oh, they don't pull up my rap sheet. Wow. Uh, record keepers, right? And yeah. she's paying this guy to yeah. speak to the record keepers and tell her about her life. And she said that she heard this one thing about her situation and that she finally found peace. And I was, when you're talking about peace, it just took me back there and thought, is that real peace? Did this guy to actually give her an ounce of truth that is given a real peace? You know, I mean, it's... Well, we have, we have the ability to be uh, or we have the capacity, I should say, to be uh, deceived. Yes. We do, and yes. you know this happens all the time. I so know. It doesn't it's not just? I mean, if you who who's ever been betrayed by a friend? You know, somebody you trust, and then you find out. Mm -hmm. You know, all along I was in danger. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the same kind of thing. We have the capacity, but see, this is this is the this is why we also have a responsibility for one another. Mm -hmm. You know, we can lead one another astray, or we can help one another, and and when we are, um, I mean, we we can take any one of these and separate it from the other one, uh, from the other one like peace or uh, goodness or whatever. But it has to be in context with everything else um, in order to, to be genuine, really. And so peace is one of those things. It's, you know, when there is love, when there is uh, joy, uh, peace, patience, you know, faithfulness, goodness, gentleness, uh, self-control. Um, there's only one source for all of those things working in concert, and that's from the Lord. But you, we can, we can give each other a measure of those things in a sort of a uh, an imitation sense, I guess, for a while. I mean, and and that's, I mean, that's a really good. This spirit guide thing is, sounds like a good example of that. Um, somebody may. Um, you know, feel a sense of turmoil, and you know, grab onto whatever they can grab onto. And, mm -hmm. and we will, we will all do that. Um, and somebody, some people, to their own detriment. You know. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, you can have a, you can be living over a sinkhole. I mean, you you can have a false sense of security uh, mm -hmm. that you, you know, eventually find out is going to fail you, which is why it is so. Um, important to help one another along. You know? um, 
But peace, we need it. I don't feel very peaceful even as I sit here. Just, you know, there are some tumultuous things, some of which you prayed for very eloquently the other night, for which I am very, very grateful. Um, but we say things like, where can I go and live? Is there a solid place to stand? Who will shield me? Who will care for people that I love? Where is the remedy for the sorrow that exhausts me because I've been carrying it for so long? I mean, these are the kinds of questions that we face every single day. I mean, we, we may articulate them in different ways, but we face these kinds of questions. Um, we, the Bible is disgusted when there's a false declaration of peace. Uh, the Bible says these. The, the Bible says um, false prophets say peace, peace, when there is no peace. And you know, so we we say don't whitewash things. You know, um, don't make believe that peace has come only to have another shoe drop. Um, Fake peace really is the worst fake news there is. I mean, it's just awful. Um, and so Jesus says, peace be with you. That greeting is not just a, how's it going? I mean, think about this. The angels came and said, peace on earth to humankind. <clears throat> on whom his favor rests. Now, first of all, that ought to give you your first clue that God is for the human race. He is for us, everybody. Peace on earth to the humans that populate it. God is for you. That's the reason for the peace. That's the ground. That's the grounding of peace. It's, it's, it has its foundation in the fact that God is for us. If God weren't for us, we, there would be no foundation for peace whatsoever because there would be no place to go. I mean, where are you going to go if God is not for you? So God is already for you. Um, and that's what the angels were saying, not the record in perfect. Uh, the, um, and so uh, when Jesus came in that, you know, it looked like that was not true for the moment, you know, that the angels were all in vain because Jesus was dead and, you know, but he was alive, came in the room and said, peace. And, you know, we would expect Jesus to say something like that um, because it sounds holy or whatever. And, <clears throat> but, but he, he was actually saying to them, you are cowering in here and that matters to me. It, it wasn't, he wasn't coming in saying, hey, why the long face? He wasn't getting, he wasn't condescending in that way. And I think this is what we have to be aware of. He wasn't saying, um, and he never did this. He never condescended. He, even when he would say things like, why were you afraid, you, you of little faith? 
He was really asking that question. Examine why you were afraid. Let's talk about this. So when he comes into that room, he's not saying, cheer up, you know. He's saying, it matters to me that you really are terrified. And I'm, I'm saying to you, there is no threat. I mean, think about that. Somebody coming in and saying, war is over. There is no threat. You know, I think about the, the Jews you know, being liberated from the, con- the ones that still were alive, being liberated from the concentration camp. Now, I don't mean to trivialize that because there was much suffering still, you know, but the threat, the immediate threat is gone. There is no threat. This is what Jesus said when he burst into the door or when he came through the door. Um, Only peace will vanquish fear. Only peace will give you the room to breathe, to slow your heart. Have you ever awakened in the night with a racing heart? Just the other night. Really? Mm-hmm. Anxiety? No. Well, yeah. I had a nightmare with Carrie and I. Stay away from those. Don't tell me it was the Captain Hook no, crocodile. She was, but she was there a ticking happens. noise? I was there, uh, Brian. Okay. She was in my subconscious. <laughs> but I've had that before. Yeah. I mean, and it's such a horrible feeling to wake up to a crocodile. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. No, no. I know. Yeah. Leave me for death. I, when I, when I, Hero right there. Uh, Shiro. Uh, when when I when I was. But seriously, I did wake up like that. I yeah, like, I and and I hate that. I'm <laughs> so I was sorry. Like so glad to be like laying in my bed. <laughs> well, you know, it, it is. It is. Um, and by you know, when you said his peace is state of mind, I mean. Certainly turmoil is a state of mind that quickly becomes a physiological state, you know. Uh, stress, stress will even kill you, you know. Um, and so, you know, I, I've been struggling with some of that too, the, the waking up in the night and uh, sometimes you need some medication, which I have sought from my doctor. <clears throat> to go to sleep. I haven't started it yet, but um, I have it. And, um, or to stay asleep. And so, um, but only peace, you know, and, and, I, and I think, well, okay, I gotta have some sleeping pills. Um, but let me just tell you, that sleeping pills, or whatever they're called, whatever that drug is called that he gave me, won't, that's not the remedy. It just masks the symptoms. Well, and I'm glad, by the way, because I, I, will, I need to sleep. But, but that won't, if we're looking to that to, to change our thinking, mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen, you know. 
So it might give me enough sleep to have the energy to work on my thinking, and I'm, that's what I'm hopeful for. But the point is, once it gets past just the spirit or the mind, and it begins to get into our bodies and our social context, then we're going to have to address things in different ways, you know. But um, but we we do need to go back. However, we're addressing things out here, we do need to go back to for the you know in the spiritual realm. We've got to go back to Jesus coming into that lock room where his disciples were cowering. Now, each of us has a room in which we cower. Welcome back. <laughs> um, each, it, everybody has that cowering room, that panic room, if you will. It's going that way. That side, that side wins. Okay. So that was their secure place, that locked room, where they felt most secure at the time. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they were there. I'm not sure that they felt secure, but they, that's the best they could do. Um, they, Another uh, one. <laughs> say hi. Okay. <laughs> that's a lot of quiet right now. It's an illustration. Yeah, thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you, guys. We'll cut you a check. Um, <laughs> But uh, the well, knowing that they're available brings a sense of peace, right? Oh, I know. I, you're right. You're exactly right. We all we all want them to show up at the proper time. Uh, and but but we've we've all got this room. Here were the disciples, and I mean, let's let's play this out. How's that going to end for them if Jesus? is not going to come into that room with peace, how's that going to end up? I mean, it could go any number of ways, none of them well. Um, I mean, even if they're not killed, they live as, as dejected or disappointed or bitter people that once almost had something and it was just dashed. The great disappointment. You know, they feel rejected, and you, yeah. I mean, you you feel you 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 live with this pain, and that's what we do. And all kinds of stuff grows up around that pain to protect you know pr protect you from further pain, protect uh, you from that pain, you know, causing an abscess. Um, but if Jesus is not going to come into that locked room, there is not going to be peace that will enter into that locked room. And um, keep in mind that Jesus came through locked doors. Mm -hmm. Locked doors. Um, those doors were bolted because their hearts really were bolted. Um, and the doors were just the physical manifest, manifestation of the locks that they'd already clamped on their hearts a long time ago. And it still did not stop Jesus. Now, we can refuse 
to have any dealings with Jesus Christ. But that's a different thing than cowering in fear. Um, that, you know, that's not a, an active refusal of God. Um, you can refuse God in fear, but, uh, but just cowering in fear all, all by itself, that will not keep Christ out. And this, you see, um, we need to know that locked doors are where he shows up. Um, think about the fact that Jesus moved through locked doors when he was resurrected and appeared to his disciples. It, it's just... It's just perfect that he would do that because this is a physical manifestation. Just like the locks were a physical manifestation of what had happened in their hearts through fear, the locked doors to Jesus, his going through locked doors was a physical manifestation of a spiritual reality. Would, he, would that even hold true for the stone being rolled away? If he came out of the tomb, which is so huge that you know, it takes probably many people to move it. Right, but but the, indeed, yeah. I mean, barriers were were not anything to him. But of course, he was not trying to get into the tomb. He was trying to get out of the tomb and into that locked door, that locked room. Of uh, of. Everybody panic! Wow, someone's coming into the locked room. We're we're going to the panic room, folks. <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah. Nice. I got peace on wow. the door. Um, <laughs> wow, and so, um, keep in mind, Jesus didn't come in and he didn't, the first thing he said was not um, love to you. The first thing he said was not faith to you. The first thing he said was not anything but peace to you. Because without that, They, they could not, he couldn't bring anything else until they knew that there was no threat. No threat. The Prince of Peace, he was called that a long, long time ago. And it was almost as if, you know, when, when the authorities come in and they go, FBI, this is Jesus, Prince of Peace, you know, um, he probably didn't say it like that, but um, the nobody brings peace like he does. Nobody wears it as easily as he does. Nobody dispenses it like he does. Nobody knows what to do with it like he does. And so he came in and he said, there's no threat. It is I. Because he knew their fears and their anxieties mm -hmm. and their, and they, didn't know that he was coming, right? So there was probably a bit of like, what they the had heck? no idea. Yeah, mm -hmm. they had so no idea. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, what's happening? honestly, I mean, <laughs> mm -hmm. well, Thomas didn't believe it. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, and <clears throat> so, so that's like natural human inclination. Being of course, I mean, they were already out. they were already yeah, cowering, mm -hmm. but then he comes in, and there's there's a there's more turmoil, you know, to be sure. But um, but he says, peace. But 
you know the Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Yes. The lowest is physiological, so that's your body. The next right. one is safety. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then the next one is love after above. What? Okay, see, that's right. Yeah. Well, they were breathing air, so they had so they uh, the physiological. You know, physiological. They needed, they needed uh, the safety. They, they needed the peace. That's good. I like that. And see, that's an example of how you know we can look and see practically how that works out. You know, just in everyday human life. Um, and so, uh, he, so Jesus couldn't bring love or faith or healing or, or whatever until he had brought peace. Now, um, Jesus. Let's go back just a minute to Jesus's birth announcement. His birth announcement was was peace, not fear. Do not be afraid because God's favor means that humanity has a future no matter what. That's how he started. Okay, And here in this room is the same pronouncement. Peace, not fear. Do not be afraid because God's favor announced three decades ago, most recently, you know, still means that humanity has a future no matter what. So exactly what is the future of the human race? Well, it is, it is that there is nothing that can stop life. Um, there's nothing that can stop the eternal kind of life. And so uh, that, that is the, you know, the gospel in a nutshell, really. Um, in fact, <clears throat> here, here's the gospel rewritten in just nine words. Not even death will stop the human race now. Not even death will stop the human race now. That's basically what Jesus was saying when he was bringing peace. I mean, um, think about this. The locked doors that you have in your life, wherever your locked room is, can only hold so long. I mean, it's possible that if Jesus hadn't burst in those doors, that hostile forces would have burst in eventually. Maybe. Um, but Jesus arrived first. And he always does. He always gets there first. I mean, we call these people first responders, but and rightfully so. But Jesus is the cosmic first responder. I mean, he, he is. Um, and he says, peace to you. this moment right now and I, I'm talking to me too because I'm the one remember I'm the one that went to the doctor to get the sleeping pills um, and and again I'm glad I did and if you need to do that you do it but um, but those locked doors are are nothing to Christ he comes through those. Um, 
So two things. I, I, I want to say two things to you. Um, first of all, <coughs> I, I, in order to in order to live, in order to approach peace, I want to encourage you, and I want to encourage me, all of us, to find moments to to stop and and make moments in which we say I want to see you coming through these locked doors to me and I want to hear you say peace I we need to make those moments that we say that that we say that kind of prayer or words like it to the Lord. We can even imagine ourselves in that locked room and Jesus coming in and saying, there is no threat. And second, I want us to begin to practice that with each other. We are the ones who go through locked doors to people who are cowering. And we announce that there is no threat. I mean, it didn't mean there were no problems. Keep in mind that the apostles gathered in that room would face many difficulties. But there was no threat. in the sense that we think of threat. Fear the one who can destroy both the soul and the body in hell, Jesus said. Don't fear men. Fear the one, fear God, is basically what he was saying. So there is no threat, no weapon formed against me, and so forth. Um, and we need, we, and we can't do this glibly. We have to do it because we can be misunderstood. We can be, we can, be misunderstood to the point that we tr seem to be trivializing somebody else's pain. Don't do that. Don't do that. The same Jesus that said, peace be with you, is the same Jesus that will suffer with you. Um, the same Jesus that got down in the dirt with that woman caught in adultery and suffered with her and put himself in harm's way. To, to get stoned, you know. Also, um, so don't dare uh, trivialize somebody's pain. Be very careful, but come through those locked doors and say, "There's peace." Now, you can't. You know, you have to. <laughs> it requires that you stay. I mean, Jesus stayed. He said, I, I will never leave you or forsake you. He stays via the Holy Spirit. Um, but we announce that to people. So we, we invite Jesus, you know, to remind us of how he's entering our locked room. And we relive that. And then we do that for others. 
This is the fruit of the Spirit when it comes to peace. Thoughts, comments, questions, pushback. I was just thinking of um, the Beatitudes. And peace, he says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they mm. shall be called sons of God. And that's the only one of the fruits of the Spirit that... That's true. That's really good. I'd never thought about that. Um, this, and they shall be called the sons of God. Wow. We're in that family line. Love so that. So creating peace. Absolutely. And that's hard work. Yeah. That's hard work. Um, announcing and being in that locker room is hard work. Uh, cowering people. We all know that posture. We need that peace. Um, well, let's pray. And um, feel free to, to pray out loud if you would like to do so. And I will close us out. Thank you for um, allowing us to all come together tonight. Thank you for um, thank you for the peace that you provide us. That we do have peace that we can be here and not be fearful of anybody um, trying to bring us harm um, because we're meeting to meet you here. Um, I pray that you would keep this message on our hearts of. Uh, that you are our ultimate peace and you're the peace that passes all understanding in the midst of the chaos going on in the world and the things that we may be trying to control um, that you would show us that you are the peace and ways that we can bring peace we can be peacemakers to situations in our lives and friends going through difficult situations um, Thank you for the peace that you bring and help us to be aware of it. Lord, I thank you for each one of these ones that talked about love, joy, and peace. And it comes down to having hope for you. I know we've all got tough things in our lives, but I can't help but think too about people who do. And same hard things we're dealing with, but don't have that help. So I just I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the relationships we have with you. I thank you that you have the wants to have relationships with each and every one of us, Lord. Because of that, we can we can deal with these tough things in life, Lord, because of the hope of Lord. So I thank you for that. I pray that this would you would bring harm to Somebody who doesn't have that hope, that we can be praying for, 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 that we can be praying
think you could just run the receiver that we have. Father, God, I just thank you also for the way you enter into time with us. Um, thank you that you care about our hearts so much that you start with where we're at. And um, Father, I just thank you that we can't go anywhere where you're not. And I pray that that truth would provide us with the peace that we need. Um, Father, I just pray also that we wouldn't be satisfied by our own solution to peace outside of you, which is easy to do, whether it's distraction, um, any other thing we can put in our life that um, is taking the place of time with you. And Lord, I thank you that you do work through other things, but I just pray that we would make you a priority, and that I would make you a priority in this. If we can live in peace with each other, Lord, that would be such a wondrous start. Of a kind of fellowship that we would want to expand, that we would want to give other, open the doors to other people to experience that too. I pray, Lord, that we would be known as a, a group of peace and that we would draw strength from one another in that and that it would be attractive to the people we come into contact with. That there would be more and more people living in peace as this fellowship grows, as this church grows. There will be more and more people who are invited into um, this fellowship and discover that Jesus enters locker rooms. May it be, Lord. In Christ we pray.